as the earth is carbon bombed by poisons. I keep it safe. I keep it clean. I keep it here inside with Mega 64 and T. I'm Joe Biden, and I approve this message. Wow, you stopped flexing as I hit record. Show them off, bro. You've been working. Do the muscles look big on camera? Yeah. Adds 10 uh, pounds. T- 10 muscle pounds. I've been lifting weights. Yeah, I've been. It's my... Uh, hobby? It's kind of my hobby. Yeah. Paying off. I'm enjoying it. It really is. You're, you fucking... You look good. But I wanted to see if... I saw this uh, before everybody out there calls me vain or thinks I'm like an alpha douchebag. Uh-huh. I saw this interview with uh, like Robert Downey Jr. and uh, the Hemsworth and, and and Captain America. And those guys literally sit around comparing the size of their arms in this interview. And their arms are jacked. And like mine are tiny compared to theirs. I mean, your, your arms would be jacked too if you had someone who was paid to make you look jacked. Well, <laughs> like I, I hope to get to that level someday. Yeah. I think you need to make yourself just jacked enough so that somebody will pay you to get super jacked. Well, uh, Chris Pratt was fat before Gardens of the Galaxy. and then- I know, but I'm not that charming. Oh. And, you know. Don't sell yourself short. I don't know. Well, honestly, like, I think I am as charming as Chris Pratt. Yeah. And I think I'm more charming than him, in fact. And I definitely think I'm legitimately more intelligent than Chris Pratt. Mm. Because, um he says stupid stuff all the time. And the things I say are pretty intelligent, pretty smart, uh, thoughts coming out of my brain yeah. and my mouth. And yeah, you're, you, you don't hunt either. He's I don't a known hunter. He's a known hunter. I won't fault him for that. I'm not going to fault do. him for that. I'm pretty sure he's like insanely Christian. Yeah. I rest my case. Anyways, Chris Pratt could make it. Why not yeah. me? Yeah. I don't know. I, will have my day i'm a late bloomer i have been my whole life so maybe when i'm around 65 or 70 yeah you'll be you'll have your own marvel movie exactly (laughs) uh batman year 100 and he's puerto rican that's the name of the movie new batman yeah the new batman i already did that and it was a such a big hit wb ripped me off gave me no credit and that's just the way it is it is i know we talked about uh going to the interview early this week. We want to talk about our interview. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you gave me this. You fucking stared daggers into my soul right into that. Jeez. <laughs> I had like a two second pause. <laughs> it was like, oh, I'll do an impression of it. <laughs> it was like that. It was scary. You should do it to the camera. So they oh, know. okay. Hold on. Um, yeah. That's just go. my look. That's just my look. Yeah. Today we are interviewing Mr. Jacob Turnblum. He is the singer, songwriter, and guitarist for Mrs. Magician, along with being just an all-around interesting guy who yeah. is into movies, apparently works at a news station, uh, and unwittingly interviews famous people all the time. Oh, yeah. Jacob is really well-connected here in the San Diego music industry, and every major player here knows who he is uh listens to his music and really enjoys it he has an album out called cemetery luau but we talked to him uh in the middle of his new album and kind of on the verge of coming out of this pandemic and returning to live shows 
We're going to go to the interview now. It's about 30 minutes, uh, actually a little longer. Uh, this was a good one. We kind of are all over the map. It's mostly a conversation about just being a creative person. Oh, we also talk about how Jacob went to high school with oh, okay. me and Rocco. Yeah. Uh, and Sean. And saw Not some me. Mega 64 skits being filmed out in public before Mega 64 was a thing. Dude. And he gets to share his perspective on where he was on those days. Uh, check it out. I think you're going to enjoy it. And then come back and we're going to have lots of videos and news stories to entertain y'all. This is our talk with Jacob Turnbloom. Hey, everybody. We're here with Jacob Turnbloom, uh, singer, musician, filmmaker, artist, all around San Diego creative guy. Hey, Jacob, what's up? Hi. Did Good I leave morning. anything off of your list? Of friends? No. No, I, I, I wasn't paying attention. Okay, good. Excellent. <laughs> no, that was good. That's what I do when people talk about me, too. I zone out. And then yeah. that way I used I to work fresh. I, I, w I worked with a guy who had, like, I think he was, like, a few years ago, it was, like, an early 20-something guy, and he had, like, 20 different titles on his Instagram and LinkedIn and all this stuff, like, magician, director, cook, songwriter. And it's just at some point you got to, like, realize yeah it's not all it's not all gonna work out for you, you gotta pick, you gotta pick one. one thing you gotta do one thing well yeah. because unless somebody's looking for a magician songwriter i'm looking for a magician chef cook. yeah triple threat which is you know right. rare i actually <laughs> learned I, I you on there was some video that you did where i think somebody made like a little um just a piece on you and you said you said that in there and i always kind of stuck in my mind so i feel like i'm just like quoting you back to you right now you're like, oh, just pick one yeah. thing. Yeah, I remember that. It was uh, because I had fantasies of being a musician at one point, and I realized I sucked at music. So it was like I could either I, focus on getting good at music or focus on doing movies, you know? Yeah, yeah. I have fantasies of doing podcasts. The last one that I did, I mean, I just, uh, being the host of a podcast and talking to musicians. Oh, okay. But 99% of the time, I can't like the lot we did like this is a we did a podcast last Friday, but it didn't yeah. work. I'm going to break the illusion, I guess. Oh, yeah, go know. ahead. Let the people know. <laughs> and sometimes you suck and you just like think like, so, you know, pick one thing, but also realize, you know, maybe you just sucked that day and you can, you know, don't do 10 things. Yeah. Pick two, pick two things that you're yeah. Doing. You know, it was, uh, I just feel like you can't dedicate like a whole lifestyle to it. You know, if I really wanted no. to, if I really wanted to like be a part of this band, I just felt like that's going to be a big commitment to for, or else I'm going to let them down. You know, I'm just going to be mediocre, crappy drummer. That's not yeah. what I wanted to be. No, so. nobody wants to be a mediocre, crappy drummer. No, that's like <laughs> li literally the worst thing you could be in life. Or bass, be mediocre, crappy bass. Yeah. I think drummer player. is below bass player because literally you just picked up some sticks and you're hitting stuff and you never went beyond that. And and if you if you fuck up on the drums, uh -huh. everybody is gonna notice. You can just kind of stop playing the bass and then people think, Oh, I guess you wouldn't even notice. <laughs> yeah. You know, when I, I mean, was in high school, we and we went to high school together. We said this on the last just, recording that got trashed right. on Friday. Uh, but I was in drumline and marching band. Dude, Nick Cannon shit. Yeah. Weird. Nick Cannon yeah, shit. 
You graduated and went uh, 2002 or three? 2003. Okay, yeah, yeah I, gra- I graduated in 2001. And, okay, uh, yeah. I, so, I, yeah, I feel like I wouldn't have seen you, but you said Actually, you, were in drum you line, did, but- because it was my freshman year that I was in marching band. So, if you went to any of the football games, you would have seen mm-hmm. my performance. <laughs> I, I wish I would have gone to the football games because I. I had a different experience with jocks in high school. Like at West Hills, like the jocks weren't assholes. The assholes that I knew in high school were more like, I guess, bros, East County bros. That's like, I feel like 2000, the word bro wasn't really like popular, but yeah, you know what I'm talking about? There was, there's a lot of bros in East County, San Diego. West Hills was just full of them. Yeah. So I knew a lot of jocks, but I never went to support their games. I wish I would have. I would have seen you performing the yeah. drums. I grew up on a cul-de-sac and like the, the, there were like five kids on my street and we were all really close and we were all like different ages. And so the kid who was older than me went to West Hills like two years before I got there and he got on the football team. He became quarterback of the football team. And when I arrived, it was like we didn't know each other. Yeah. And we would like pass each other in the hallways and he wouldn't even acknowledge me. And I was like so bummed out because I would just think like, like I'd be like, bro, I've seen you cry. You know, we were like that level of like childhood friends. Like, yeah. And do you ever like want to bring him on the Maury show and be like, look what you could have had? And like, you know, honestly, you, like we're not even, we lost touch. Like he, we moved oh, off sad. that street and we don't even talk anymore. So. And you're still friends with the majority of the people you know in high school, right? So everybody in Mega 64. With the exception of, uh, is it, I can't, I'm uh, the dreadheaded guy. I'm not like a, yeah, we're not friends with him anymore. (laughs) Okay. Everybody else but him. (laughs) Well, do they, everybody went to West Hills though, right? Am I wrong? Yeah. The core. This is is not really, this is, this is not really exciting for anybody that didn't go to our high school. Now you're interviewing me and I should be interviewing you. Everybody knows my story. There's fans out there that are hyped on this. They're like writing everything down. You know, just to, uh, my favorite just to say the one skit, I knew two skits, the Tetris one, which I talked about on the last, nobody saw the last podcast that we did, but. Um, well, we should recap the, that real quick. Yeah, we, that was sick. You worked at Starbucks at one point and you saw us when we were filming our Tetris skit. You, I did. I, I worked at the Target, like it was like a little shopping center and we had a big window, like all Starbucks do. And I was just looking out and I remember seeing like the, the Tetris, uh, you know, giant like L shape going across. That was before we were anybody. Yeah, and I, I, I didn't know anything. I mean, like, I didn't think anything. I'm like, oh, that's pretty funny. And then a few months later, or maybe a year later, I saw the video on YouTube. But I do, the video that I remember that I loved was Jimmy's of Santee, because I grew up going to that place. And, I mean, you guys made the yeah. funniest video commercial. That was way better than, like, the commercial that they actually made for the restaurant. Yeah. And even though it was crass, I feel like if they should have just like adopted it and used oh you it know jimmy's business. of santee hated that commercial of course yeah they well it was it. funny but they had that sign in front of jimmy's that said check out our youtube channel yeah something like to exactly. that effect <laughs> in the early days of youtube yeah in like 2006 or 2007 when everybody thought like let's go viral even people who didn't need youtube channels like a crappy one location mom and pop cafe yeah, I'm still like trying to figure out. I'm still trying to figure out how to go viral in that sense where like I'm totally clueless, like where like I'll get 
Like, I don't ever want to get TikTok for real, but I got it for like yeah. a week and I'm like, what the? F-? And well, you like, know I'm what? clueless to like, I don't really want to go by, but you know what I mean? Like, you want to be able to uh, understand. I, I think a using. big part of going viral, honestly, is finding the right platform. And I think what YouTube was back then, TikTok is now. Because I don't think it's really likely that some random person off the street is going to start a YouTube channel and like get 100,000 views on their videos, but they can on TikTok. Did you, did you just see like, as you're saying that, like my dreams just like crushing? <laughs> <laughs> this is me saying nah. you better kick in that yeah. uh, TikTok channel. It's so funny. I was just talking to my friend about being a musician and like, what do people do nowadays? And I was just like, well, I'm just going to keep doing the same thing that I do, which is just make records and then try to go on tour, try to get somebody to put it out. And he was like, you should get a TikTok." And I'm like, there's no fucking way in hell I'm going to actually get like, am I allowed to cuss on this? I'm sorry. Yeah. Do your thing. Whatever. Um, My thing is cussing. Uh, no, but like, I just, I, yeah, I remember you said that and I'm like, there's gotta be like a, a period. Well, I guess there's musicians that don't adopt those new, I don't want to be like a Luddite and shun all new technology, but yeah, yeah. I, I well, don't think that that like helps artists particularly like I think every single new platform. If you're going to do your thing, then you just need an assistant who's going to take what you create and put it on TikTok. See, I didn't even think of that. Cause, uh, that's what I do here. Yeah. I feel like it's everybody has a different specialty and a different forte. And like, yeah, I don't understand TikTok. I understood YouTube 10 years ago. And I understand now that what YouTube was TikTok is now, but I haven't, you know, do you have a a big brain TikTok moment? What? I'm sorry. I'm just interviewing you. I was just like, do you guys have, do you, do you guys have like a favorite, like, uh, What's your golden era of YouTube like channel? Like what's your favorite thing on YouTube? Um, for me, the golden era is pre pre-roll ads. I feel as cynical as that sounds. I distinctly remember the arrival of pre-roll ads on video and the backlash. Um, and kind of thinking like this will never work. And then slowly it was just forced on our culture advertisements, pre-roll ads, mid-roll ads, post-roll ads, monetizing like stuff that didn't need to be monetized. For me, the golden age was when YouTube used to like take small, uh, content creators, uh, and put them just on the front page. I feel like you saw a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. Uh, I was, was, I was, uh, like thinking more, well, yeah, that's, but what's like your favorite, like like mine is chocolate rain. <laughs> I was just thinking like, what, what, what is you your favorite era? <laughs> Not what my favorite YouTube video is. What's your favorite, what's your favorite YouTube video from, you know, I was, yeah, you know, that's hard. I, I would, it would probably be a mega 64 video for me. So I'm a Mark, but yeah, you know, what's, uh, that's a hard for question. me at the time. <laughs> and I don't know if this was, uh, the correct choice. Sometimes I wonder if this worked against me. But I, I felt like I went out of my way not to participate or engage in other viral videos when I was when, when Mega 64 was really popping yeah. because I felt like I didn't want to even be influenced subconsciously by other people. I was so paranoid yeah. of people accusing me of stealing others' ideas that I didn't want to engage in anybody's ideas. That way, everything I did was quote unquote original. 
But now I feel yeah. like maybe that's stupid. Maybe it would have been better to just consume everything and then I could have consciously known if I was ripping people off or not. I guess so. You know, I, I, I don't know. I like the way you're, you're, uh, that's what Tame Impala does. Like he, when he, if he's making a record, he doesn't listen to anything. He just to, to you know, to have any kind of accidental like influence, yeah. maybe he takes a riff off of someone. He just doesn't listen to music, which is kind of interesting. For, is like, that your take when you create music? No, no. I listen to a lot of music when I make music. Yeah. I listen, like right now, like I listen to, uh, uh, this band Drab Majesty and I've been listening to their album that they put out called Modern Mirror for like two two years straight like just over and over again I just listen to it and it doesn't I'm not like taking anything from it like in um, style stylistically or whatever like mm-hmm. to influence my music but I do like the the way it makes me feel the kind of vibe it puts out that helps me write music so I definitely have to listen to yeah something I've changed as a person, I think, as a creative person, because now I do want to consume as much as possible. I feel like I want to be the kung fu master. I want to have a perfect understanding of the entire genre and then create from there, you know? You want to be like Samurai Cup. You want to know everything there is to know about, you know? YouTube videos. I want to be the samurai cop yeah. of YouTube videos. I've always liked to do yeah. the opposite of like, if I'm trying to make a movie, I listen to a lot of music. Uh, Cause I like to pull inspiration from weirder places. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think music helps me like just conjure images in my brain that I then will try to translate to like a script or something. You know, can I tell you the craziest idea for a YouTube video I ever had? Yeah, I tried please. to film it here in mega 64 and it went down the toilet cause nobody understood it. Uh, you know that Beatles song, you know, my name now look up the number. Yeah. Okay. So John Lennon wrote this song and literally the only lyrics are, you know, my name now look up the number and he just repeats it over and over and over. And it's like a five minute song and they like change genres throughout the song. So sometimes he does like a lounge version. You know, my name, look up the number. I don't know. It's just <laughs> weird. Jacob, you know that song, I'm assuming. You're, you're... No, you know what? I said yes, but I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, right fair now. enough. Fair enough. I was try- Well, I thought it was going to end. I didn't think you were going to be like, you know what I mean, right? You like, know what to, I to, mean. To, well, it's thought... pertinent because uh, he just repeats that one lyric over and over and kind of yeah. explores it. Like it gets, it starts as a rock song and then it just gets so weird. It's just through repetition. It just kind of devolves and explores all this stuff. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to write exploring. Um, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Say, say what you're going to say. I was just going to say, I was just going to say he's really exploring the studio space. Wasn't funny. It was just okay. Exploring the studio space. Well, yeah, I don't know. I wanted to essentially, I didn't know how I was going to do this, but write the, you know, my name now look up the number of YouTube videos where we take one line of dialogue or one concept, like one scene or something, one idea and just repeat it over and over to the point where it gets psychotic. And then we like start exploring different genres, just repeating that thing. It's like plenty of uh, too many kooks, too many kooks, and then it just keeps going. Have you, have you never seen that? I have. No, I haven't seen it. Adult Swim. I, 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 too many cooks. It's, that's a perfect example of, I heard everybody talking about too many cooks, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to watch that. Everybody says this is funny. <laughs> I, I don't want to be influenced. They, they change like, different like, intros of like sitcoms as it like, progresses. Oh. It's amazing. Like If you haven't seen it, like now you really got to, because you just described like, 
I mean, loosely like what that is, but it's, it's like the introduction of family matters that keeps, keeps going and evolving into like a horror movie into a cartoon, like GI Joe. They beat me to it. (laughs) (laughs) So here's the problem when you purposely avoid getting influenced by other people, people on your same wavelength might beat you to the punch. Well, yeah, those ideas are just like out in the ether and you're kind of like pulling them. Like, it's not like, you know, somebody's yeah. going to get around to that eventually. I remember listening and, to an interview once with Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys, and he said that in the 60s, he was striving for something musically, trying to take stuff to the next evolution. He didn't quite know what it was. And then he heard the Beatles' Sgt. Pepper's album, and it made him depressed because he's like, they beat me to it. Whoa. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Well, then he copied it and made, uh, was that, he copied that and made Pet Sounds. And Oh, no, sorry. He copied, I think, Influence from Rubber Soul to make Pet Sounds, and then in response to pet sounds, they made Sergeant Pepper. Was that? Yeah. And then I think in response to that, he was going to make smile and then smile. Which is like, that's like the best. That's like the best beach boys record. I have it like right behind me. Oh, uh, smile or smiley smile or this is smile, but smile is like, it's literally right there. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. I like smile. I love, uh, I love Brian Wilson and the beach boys. I think it's just a fascinating story. I love like, I've been seriously, um, I want to say for the past like 15 years, like kind of like reading like anything like Mike Love influence without even really thinking about it because all my friends hate, hate Mike Love because, yeah. uh, you know, for a, lot, for a lot of reasons. But for people who don't been, know, the Beach Boys, the lead singer is Brian Wilson, and then kind of the other creative force is Mike Love or like when Brian Wilson left the band, Mike Love kind of carried on with the Beach Boys, would you say? Yeah, he's he's like the guy that wanted the songs to all be about woody cars and surfing. And then the Wilson brothers kind of deferred to their to Brian, who's like the genius of the group to take the music into other places. And I don't think he wrote a lot of the a lot of the lyrics on Pet Sounds, but the music is abstract. And I know Mike Love didn't like it because he's like, it's not about cars. It's not about surfing. So a lot of people look at Mike Love like he's like kind of the anti-creative force in the Beach Boys. He's he just the wants dork to of the group. Business. The yeah, but he's guy. all he, when you go to Petco Park like last weekend or whatever, they have this huge Beach Boys concert and it's Mike Love and John Stamos, Uncle yeah. Jesse <laughs> and Mark McGrath of Sugar Ray and they actually play a Sugar Ray song. Yeah. So it's just like oh God. totally not what the Beach Boys used I've to be, seen but that I'm, act. I've really? saw, it's it's really it's really bad, but like yeah. part of me kind of like enjoys that it's such a stupid simple because I love early Beach Boys stuff, yeah. which is all about cars and the fair, the county fair. Totally. So I, I actually at, so I saw at, that act at the county fair. They played at the yeah. Del Mar Fair, and I was like, dude, it, Brian Wilson wasn't there, and John Stamos was on guitar. Was it really the Beach Boys? <laughs> no, yeah, I don't know why. I, I actually, they should be called. I put this on my uh, Instagram the other day. I'm like, I think that they should be called the. Uh, oh God, what was it? No, something the, with B O I Z. No, it was a great name. I'm not gonna remember in time, but I want to say it was the Boogie Boys, but it's not because it's already a thing. The Beach Boogie Guys. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it, whatever. Boogie but yeah, it's pretty bad. Out. It's pretty bad stuff. <laughs> but I, for, like I was saying, the first time in my life, I'm finally starting to embrace like the cheesiness of the Beach Boys as well as their masterpieces. Yeah. So I don't know. 
You know, I also, re uh, not recently, but a few years ago, I saw Ringo Starr's All-Star Band. Damn. And it was kind of yeah. the same vibe uh, where it was like, undeniably, these are rock stars from the 60s and they're playing hit songs that I know. But there's also something inherently corny about it. And it doesn't yeah. feel like I'm at a real rock and roll concert. Like it doesn't feel quite authentic. No, yeah. If you feel like it also feels like off putting, like it feels like it feels uh, ominous or whatever, like something odd about it. like seeing Ringo Starr and then he's like, and my putty Kid Rock's going to come out and yeah. sing. It was like Stone Ringo Double Starr Pilot and like song. Edward Ed, Edgar Winner, you know, the guy who plays Frankenstein. Uh, that oh, was on like Rock that. Band One. Louis Cole. Is that God's? Wait, no. What song? Oh, no. That's uh. That's Frankenstein yeah. by Edgar Winter Group. That one. <laughs> that's a great song. Yeah, and he's there. He's in Ringo Starr's All Star Band. So they kind of, and then like a couple other halfway famous guys are there too, and they all play all of <laughs> like their hits. Famous. Well, Ringo Starr's the most famous, yeah. obviously, and then it's like Rick Derringer, I think, on guitar. See, like, it's also kind of awesome, too, because it's so stupid. You yeah. can really, like, think of something funny. Like, you, you can make, like, a Mega 64 skit of just, like, all of these super groups that are, like, in their 70s trying to, I don't care about staying relevant, but, like, trying to, like, outdo each other. I don't know. It'd be kind of funny. Yeah. It, like, uh, you. It's so funny to see that Ringo Starr concert and then go see, like, Paul McCartney who no, yeah he just is, kills it every single time yeah like, still like the biggest uh, attraction in the world yeah um, and, like I, I was watching a youtube video of his at work last night playing hey jude he's like i mean how old is he now he's he, this isn't that long ago so he's like in his yeah. 70s like just like playing this amazing he sounds incredible and uh yeah and then ringo's playing at like Saquon doing <laughs> yeah ringo's <laughs> playing at the casino with three other celebrities backing him up. I'm, I'm trying to think of how yeah. many bands come out and like try to reform with new members. Like, doesn't the Grateful Dead do that now? Like with John Mayer and also Kiss. Like, uh. isn't it half of Kiss like not in the band anymore? Like, I'm Yeah, to well, Kiss is Ace still... Ace Frehley's gone. Yeah, Ace Frehley's gone, but they still have... Uh, no, yeah, and they don't have... I guess, is Peter Chris dead? I don't, I <laughs> I don't know what happened to the cat man. <laughs> I think he's still alive. Yeah, Paul Stanley and... Um, Gene Simmons are still there, but I mean, Kiss has always been kind of like, I'm trying to think of another band like that. Yeah. Where it, it's like a completely, the Beach Boys would be like the number one where it's just yeah. Mike Love and, and, uh, Brian is, um, not Al Jardine. I don't even think he's in it anymore. I think, think even Death. more, uh, <laughs> recently, like I saw Black Sabbath and they had the drummer yeah. from like Rage Against the Machine with them. Uh, yeah. And then I heard that like Panic at the Disco is just the lead singer. It's just him. Brendan See, when Murray. it gets down to like that, where it's like a band that wasn't even, I mean, you can start doing that when you're in your seventies, but if you're in your thirties and you're like, it's the drummer, he's singing now and everybody's different. <laughs> yeah. Like, what are you, what are you a fan of? Like, it's yeah. It's so strange when you get down into like who can legally use the name and who can is yeah. legally entitled to play the music Dude. because then it's like, this is no longer a creative artistic endeavor. No. This is like, we're getting into copyright. It's been happening with Pink Floyd, uh, Roger Waters and, uh, David Gilmore just been like battling it out. That's another example. Yeah. Yeah. They fucking hate each yeah. other. I didn't know that. 
I always love when bands can just like keep it like even Metallica having a different bass player. Well, they have to, <laughs> uh, but I mean, uh, you know, like uh, like Weezer or something. Like they've had like different bass player. That always there's something about a band that can just stay the same guys, yeah. same people till the end, like Fugazi or something, but they're not playing. Anymore. Well, to you that, I mean, to bring it back to Mega sixty four, I've always kind of viewed us as a band a little bit. Um, you know, we put out videos, those are our songs, and then we go to live events, and those are our concerts or, or live totally. events. And uh, a couple of years ago, we were having some meetings in L.A., um, creative meetings, and people complimented us. They're like, you guys have stuck together for a long time. Most people break up. And we were like, really? And they, they were like, yeah, most of the comedy groups we've worked with or tried to sign, that we never get this far because the they'll start fighting with each other and they'll break up. I guess that's a common story for for a well, lot of creative like, groups. It just seems natural like if if you want people to stick around, if you want, you know, your fans to stick around, like you you should probably do the same. You should probably try to give them I don't know, it just seems like it's yeah. It's disappointing seeing a complete like if I saw Stella, like the comedy troupe Stella or Kids in the Hall and it was all different people, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't yeah. watch it. It would be well, awful. I don't think anybody ever thinks of that when they're putting together a creative group. If you're putting together a band or a comedy troupe, you never think, do I like these people enough to stick with them for a long time if this works out? <laughs> you know, when you're yeah. first starting, it's like, I'll take anybody who's interested. Like, yeah. let's just get something going. Totally. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know. We have that famous story with Metallica and Dave Mustaine. Like, they kicked him out and... Obviously, he was talented because he went on to form his own band in his own. Yeah, right. but now, now I, th I think Megadeth is. I mean, they've been through so many changes. It's just Dave Mustaine now, and I'm like, he's like the next. He's got to kick himself out next. Like he's like, <laughs> like they. Uh, Nobody their bass player out. just got kicked out. Well, their bass player just got kicked out for things that like Dave Mustaine has done. And Have you heard like, this How story? The fuck is this no, not at all. I've heard this story. Uh, yeah, it's gross. Like. I mean, the guy, he's like a preacher, right? Dave Elvison, the bass player of Megadeth. So footage of like, this guy, of, of him, um, we're going to get into right it. You're jumping right We're going to get into it. This I'm, is the I'm news podcast. Yeah. This yeah. is exactly the type. Honestly, I almost brought this story up on this podcast a couple weeks ago when it was breaking. Uh, yeah. Somehow video of him uh, masturbating was leaked on the internet. And it was apparently a call he had with a, a, a fan who, who, and he's married. Fuck. So it wasn't his wife. So all this stuff came out about grooming and this and that. It was pretty bad. But at the end of the day, the girl's like, no, we were in a consensual totally relationship. Consensual. Yeah. But, but this is like private stuff. Like none of this ever should have been leaked. How did it get leaked? I think she I sent it to know. a friend <laughs> and the friend leaked it. Why? I, I would honestly, it, it wouldn't be too far-fetched to think Dave Mustaine was behind it all because they hate each other. I think Dave Elson has been in like lawsuit after lawsuit with, with. Oh I'm my just, gosh. So you think totally not no. X-Files no, no. level conspiracy theory. Dave Mustaine is pulling just the sitting strings. there watching it. Yeah. With like, yeah, he did a his, character own, his own little TriCaster system. <laughs> Probably, yeah. So I mean, he, he, now he's in total control of Megadeth. Yeah. So because of it, what to me is so funny is like on paper and at the end of the day, nothing, nobody did anything really wrong. 
but it was in right. so such contrast with his reputation as a minister, a pastor. Well, well yeah, aside from like he's cheating on his wife. That's but that's like, not you know, anybody's business. He's in Megadeth, you know? Well, like, right, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's not anybody's business. Uh, it's, it's, Twitter is, like, I don't have, well, I, I don't have one. I think I got one a couple months ago, but I've never used it. So it's there, but I can't even log into it anymore. But what an evil, like, you log onto it, and there's just some guy jacking off. Like, that's what my brother told me. He's like, I logged onto Twitter, and it's like Dave Ellison <laughs> masturbating. This is 2021. Like, like, this is the world we live that in. That happened with uh, the guy who played uh, Darth Maul on Instagram. Oh, no. There was just, like, his account just posted a video of him jerking off. Oh, my was, God. Was he, was he, like, in I do, Darth I fucking Maul, wish. like, just full mauled out? <laughs> oh, at least no, he like, didn't ruin yeah. the character. <laughs> was it? Um, <laughs> So yeah, yeah he well, can't be in Megadeth anymore because he was cheating on his wife and and this video came out. But to me, it's like you were a pastor. You you're still allowed to be in Megadeth if you want. Yeah. Don't be a pastor. Well, yeah, but Dave, that's the thing. Dave Mustaine, I'm like, are you going to kick yourself out eventually because you have done I think it's like the pressure of people thought it was a much more sinister situation, so he yeah. was like, "All right, you got to go." Yeah. And he wanted to get rid of him anyway. But uh so the combination of that and um yeah so, I don't know, it's, it's it's gross don't That's, don't um hey kids watching out there don't ever masturbate on camera don't do it uh It'll, even when you think you're safe it, you're, you're not it you never know uh davis there's a great unless, video. unless you have you know an only fans or something yeah yeah unless you, you unless you're fully ready for that for to it. be released publicly there's a great video yeah. of Dave Mustaine where he's playing a concert in, uh, I think, Mexico. And he just says, like, you guys got it good over here in our country. This was just as the Sandy Hook shooting happened. He's no. like, in our country, we got Barack Obama faking shootings to take away our guns. I didn't see that. Dude, it's <laughs> uh, Is that the... What? Is it, is that the uh, the one where he's like decked out like all like in angel white clothing <sighs> and like huge Reebok sneakers on stage? Dude. I hope so. I saw a video of Dave Mustaine yeah. um, talking about how he's a born again Christian now. And yeah, he really uh, is sorry because he put like actual witchcraft <laughs> and satanic spells in his early music. And he's like, I can't play those songs anymore. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really have much to say about that. Like, I don't like. I think it's ridiculous, but <laughs> I, uh, you know, I guess I don't have a, an opinion on that either. I yeah, find sorry. it really just fascinating. I love you talking know? about Dave Mustaine. Well, it's just like then give then give back the money that you that you have that you made off of all those. I don't know. It's just so stupid. Um, Dave Mustaine is he lives in San Diego. He's he's that. a local. Not, not, not anymore. Yeah, yeah, I think he moved to Nashville. Yeah, uh, I think he moved. Oh man, his daughter. His, yeah, I know. Actually, I used to work downtown and almost met him i saw him from afar because he was uh working with like the symphony the kids in symphony tower yeah and i remember seeing him off in the distance but i, I saw him on the news a few years ago and and uh the newscasters didn't know it was dave mustaine and they were just interviewing him about some unrelated thing like happening at a lake they were like what do you think about them banning fire pits at the lake and it cuts to dave mustang what do you mean i can't have a fire pit <laughs> yeah basically basically that's great. and then i'm watching it just being like oh shit that's just the guy from megadeth on tv and then it cuts back to the newscasters at the desk and they're like 
We were unaware at the time of filming, but apparently the man who appeared in that article was a world famous musician, Dave Mustaine from the band Megadeth. <laughs> yeah, that's so weird. World famous musician. Um, yeah, like I, I, I work uh, part time for as an editor for the news. And I remember seeing a story a couple of years ago. We didn't actually do anything where we said, sorry, we didn't mention who this was at the time. Like we just like let nobody ever mention it. I noticed this story where this guy saved an old woman from a sinkhole. So this kid saves this woman from a sinkhole or a car just goes, it's in Los Angeles. And uh, I'm listening to him give his interview. I'm like, holy shit, that's the little kid from Role Models. Have you seen the movie Role Models? The little foul-mouthed kid? Yeah. yeah. But he's like, he's just a full-grown man, like just saved this lady. And I'm like, that's that little kid from Role Models. And I, and I swore it was him. And I found his YouTube or his uh, Facebook page. And he was like, I just saved somebody's life. Um, and I told everybody, but nobody, that's just, you can probably find it on YouTube. Little kid from role models saves woman's life in a sinkhole, but yeah. I don't think it ever got, I don't think anybody ever knew. It was just, it just you happened. Know, I noticed it. What, when I was growing up, there was this stereotype about child actors that their life would be ruined when they became adults because fame and celebrity at such an early age would like corrupt their personalities. Mm -hmm. But now that I'm older, it turns out a lot of these child actors and people who were getting famous years ago are just normal, well-adjusted, highly successful people. Uh, I gave you the Schroeder update the other day. I don't, I don't know about him. Okay, maybe not him. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I'm like, like, like Corey Feldman. No, Corey Feldman is an example of like when I was growing up. They talk yeah. about how it'll mess you up, but uh, yeah, yeah. No, you I mean, just talked yeah, about the kid right, from though. Role Models is saving lives, and uh, I was True, watching yeah. a music video was, the other day, and somebody's like, you know, that's the actor who played Jack's son in Lost, and I was like, what the fuck? This kid's in like a hit band. Yeah, now? yeah. The sing uh, the singer Christian of uh, Aquabats was a child actor and he was friends with like all these famous people. I don't want to throw out names cause I'm not pot, but I know he would say like, yeah, I saw all the Corey's on interview or, uh, when he would go, I'm um, trying to get a, a role. And, uh, and he's like, you know, he had his own show, Yo Gabba Gabba. He's in a really cool band. He's done all this crazy stuff. And I'm like, you're pretty well adjusted. And he's like, yeah, like most of those dudes are totally fine. I think it's just, you only hear about the, cr the train wrecks. That's so the, you forget about grabbers. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about your music. We kind of <laughs> talked about this on Friday and uh, you know, we're going to have to end this interview at some point, but you just recently right went on time. tour with the Aquabats last year before pandemic hit. Right. Yeah, uh, I did right before COVID. How many um, shows did you play? It was a short tour. Like I opened up there. It was like two weeks or a little bit longer than that. There was a break in between, but um i had just put out a record on like a solo record i play in a band called mrs magician and i had just recorded and put out a solo record and got on that tour and then when we were done i started planning other stuff and then just got you know COVID happened to the world so yeah and yeah. um you're working on a, a second solo album now right yeah I, I am just now finishing it like i'm doing i'm recording like uh the last little bits this week and then start i'm mixing it here so i'm just doing the whole thing myself as oh, opposed nice. to the, la the last record i actually like i played everything but i went to a studio and had someone mix it for me and this one i'm just like i got my equipment here i'm just gonna do it myself because it sounds cool that's cool so you're almost done with it then yeah and i think that 
Mrs. Magician is going to play a show um, next month on the 16th. So Ooh. we're probably going to start making music together, hopefully, you know, now that this is all done. Oh, nice. I'm hyped. We just got the big announcement then. We just broke it to the world. <laughs> oh, well, like I haven't actually talked to anybody about this. <laughs> this is just me spitballing here. But like I know Tommy and, and, and Corey would probably, I mean, we have ideas floating around yeah. to make another batch of songs. And I've got old Mrs. Magician songs I want to revamp. But um, yeah, it seems like that. that's like much more easy to get going than like, I love doing solo stuff, but it's just really hard to. Do you, you know, feel like it it's going to be like an explosion of creativity after being locked up when you get like back together with mm. the band? Oh yeah, probably because like the attention I've been putting into this record is like, this album is so much going on with like, you know, all my ideas in one place. And Mrs. Magician is so like stylized. It's just a, like a rock and roll band. That's kind of like, poppy and surfy or whatever so it's just like i'm dying to just write in that vein be like all right let's write some easy pop songs and just have fun with it because it's just that band has always been really easy to write for so yeah probably like chomping at the bit to get back in there and make some songs with my buddies nice very cool um excellent well i wanted to to get some of your creative projects in there because I think we are coming to the end of, uh, of our session here. What's up? No, I just was bummed. I was having a good time listening to you guys talk. I know it was a good time. I in got fact, like lost and not just hearing I'm you guys talk. If I, I'm sorry if I talked over you. Oh, no, I wanted to figure not. out what you were drinking. Actually, before this started, Derek drinks. I'll, I'll, we can end it right after this, but I was curious. What are <laughs> you drink, What are you drinking? Like, are you drinking iced coffee and you're drinking cold brew? Can you please explain the difference? why you would choose iced coffee over cold brew. Um, I say this, this all the time. Cold brew, if when I drink it black, because I, I tend to drink my coffee black, I just uh, get too amped. And then I just get just like super jittery. I think cold brew has okay. way more caffeine in it, right? Or am I crazy? I don't know. I think it yeah, does. I'm not sure. I think it like, does have more caffeine. So I, I just well, want like, the less caffeine. Because caffeinated. they steep the cold brew for 24 hours. Oh, shit. I know that they brew iced coffee. They double brew. And I don't, you know what? I don't know. At the end of the day, let's just keep it. Do you miss year. working at Starbucks sometimes? <laughs> Every day of my life. <laughs> no, you know, I do. I like that company used to be, cause I haven't worked there in a long time since 2013. And I always say this, I sound like an old man, like pissed off at a cloud, but they used to be really good. Yeah. And I cannot, I can't, I know you guys are drinking it, but I just don't drink Starbucks. I haven't drank it forever, but it's gross now, in my opinion. I think it's disgusting. Wait, what? What happened? Let's get into it. <laughs> how did Starbucks well, fall? Another hour? Well, like Howard Schultz left the company. I think they, they, they got a different syrup uh, distributor. They got different pastries. They got different espresso machines. They got rid of those old manual ones and got these new ones that that go really fast so they can pump out more for the drive-through. So I think it's just like, it's slowly wow. turned into McDonald's, but I remember it being like really good when I started there probably in 2003 on and off. Cause it's the only job I could find that would let me leave for tour. Cause I used to randomly go on all these tours and, uh, 
but they also don't do that anymore. So fuck you, Starbucks. I do consider Starbucks to be the modern day McDonald's in terms Aren't of they owned by McDonald's. No, they're, they're that not. Chipotle? That's Chipotle, Chipotle is owned by McDonald's. But as far as like number of locations and number of foods like that they're serving and distributing, I think McDonald's used to be like the number one spot for fast food in like food on the go in America. And I think now it's yeah, Starbucks. Yeah. Starbucks is the place that all bands go to on tour to use the bathroom. Um, because they're the like the cleanest bathrooms, and you probably know that. It's just they have the cleanest bathrooms. You know, they. I would say, or you know, I mean, you've you've gone on tour with Mega sixty four. I don't know if you've ever stopped at Bucky's. No, Bucky's that's like, like um, that's Texas, kind of right? like yeah, in the Midwest. We don't we don't drive sure. around there. Their bathroom, much. their bathrooms are immaculate. Uh, yeah, I've seen on YouTube. It's kind of insane. Yeah, I've heard about the Bucky's bathrooms. <laughs> I got to check that out sometime. Uh, I pulled up the top four highest grossing fast food chains. Do you want me to read them or do you want to guess? Yeah, sure. I would. I would. Yeah. Can I guess? And you sure. Or, all right. Do you want to start? Is this of all time or currently? Currently. Uh, do you want to guess? Food chains? Okay. I would think I would say that Chick-fil-A would have to be in, in the mix in there. No nope. way, because they're not open on Sunday, so that's a whole day they're oh, making yeah. money. I would say right. Subway is like up there. Yep. Do you want to know what number? All right. Number one. Three. three. Okay. It is three. I uh, three. Yeah, you know, wow. I'm not gonna guess because I feel like I felt really confident going into it, but now it's like all fast food. Like, yeah, I'm not Sabaro. <laughs> I, I don't know. What about uh, Starbucks? Airport. Is that on there? Number two, Starbucks. Number two is Starbucks. Uh, wow. McDonald's number one number cannot one. be McDonald's. It is. It has to be. KFC. Right. Number Top four. 50 fast food chains in America. And that's their sales. Oh, the 2018. Sorry. I fucked oh, up. that's by sales. That's by sales. Well, McDonald's, right. I don't know if you yeah. know this, is insanely expensive. I, I can't, yeah. you know, I got priced out of McDonald's. It's like rich food for people. They have a dollar menu. They have a dollar. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, you know what? On that, on that note. Yeah, we're going to wrap this up. Uh, but uh, dude, you got to come back and we'll we'll please. like talk again sometime if, if you want. You're welcome back. Yeah, I would love to. We got to do it in the morning because I'm much more alert and awake and talkative. In the morning. Yeah, and our equipment apparently actually works and doesn't crash. So maybe. Yeah, we'll see. Yes. Thank you for having me. Okay. Uh, this has been Jacob Turnblum. Do, do you have social media you want to plug where people can follow you or find your stuff? Um, I mean, my, I have an Instagram, but there's not, yeah, just a tacos underscore turn bloom. That's, I've got other stuff, but whatever. That's, I mean, that's the, that's the number one spot. Ultimately. So check it out, everybody. Well, that's just where I'm, that's where I'm at. That's where I actually go. Yeah. That's, Literally. That's where I find you all the time. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Thanks, Jacob. Thank Thanks Jacob. for talking. Thank you. All right. We're back. I we're hope you back, enjoyed baby. that. Um, uh yeah, it took so, two takes to get that interview, so I yeah, hope it was worth it. We've been having some computer troubles, but it's all good. We, yeah, we made it happen. We talked to him. Oh, oh shit, we got a shorter update.
Yeah, that's right, folks. We got a Schroeder update. You thought there would only be one Schroeder update, but we have multiple. Who is Schroeder again? <laughs> Ricky Schroeder was a child actor who was also an NYPD Blue. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know what show he was on when he was a child. It's like Silver Spoon or some shit. Is that what it's called? I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't know who Schroeder is. Yeah, Ricky, Ricky Schroeder. Schroeder. Uh, Ricky Schroeder and a group of anti-vaxxers turned up at a Food Fighters concert on Tuesday night to protest the band's support of vaccination against the coronavirus. You can only go into the concert if you're vaccinated or show proof. Mm -hmm. So him and a bunch of people outside protested the concert. But they couldn't get in. No. So they didn't do anything. No, they, they didn't. They didn't see the show. They didn't, I, they didn't interrupt the music. Yeah, they just stood outside and, and protested. I have footage of the protest if you want to see it. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Because uh, my oh. prediction is that it's really underwhelming and not really effective. It's like extremely baffling. Uh, the, the, the word choices that they use. Let's fire it up. So yeah, the language they use in this is kind of we all over the place. Where you can only go see the Foo Fighters if you have been vaccinated and show proof of vaccination. Mm -hmm. Right. These people fail to understand that this is segregation and segregation is discrimination. Segregation? So we are here. Huh? We are demonstrating. Even for vaccinated only. Even vaccinated, vaccinated only. only. What are the words blocked out? <laughs> I would not no, chant that. <laughs> Wait for the kicker. Oh, I thought they were chan chanting pro segregation. No, no segregation. No, baby. No. We did that. No. We did that. Oh, no. Bro. <laughs> is it? Is <laughs> oh, God. Can I sit down with uh, some of these people? Right. Pulling out the, that language is so hellish to me. Like, uh, for something that I don't know, I, I have no words. Whatever that the video kind of just peters off there. Mm -hmm. uh, I I don't know. Do you really have to see the Foo Fighters that bad if you don't want to get vaccinated? I don't know. You got too much time on your hands, and your life is too easy if you're outside protesting a because because concert. you can't see the Foo Fighters co concert. Like get a fucking life. I, I <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't think it. It's funny because I I assume any venue now or any concert uh that does this they're gonna have people um protesting outside but it's so funny that it was the foo fighters that did it first because it's so it's it just <laughs> it's such a funny snapshot of like because <laughs> it's just like such a whatever band it's fucking the foo fighters by the way i want to point out yeah it's not segregation if it's company policy yeah like yeah. literally <laughs> the foo fighters don't want you yeah the foo fighters don't want you you're not invited to the foo fighter party <laughs> that's not segregation you weren't invited you're uninvited you're just not cool yeah if somebody doesn't invite you somewhere that's not discrimination unless it's like an institutionalized policy yeah it, yeah <laughs> It's, it's a lot. If they do this in schools, I think a similar thing would happen, which I think they are doing in school. Some schools you have to be vaccinated. Yeah. For polio, for hepatitis. Yeah, oh, oh we're, ta oh, we're talking oh, yeah, about yeah, yeah, COVID. COVID. I'm yeah. sorry. That's all of a sudden a fucking problem. Um, at this point, you know what? I hope they keep this up because 
You're wasting your own time. You're spending your own money to make these stupid signs. Yeah. You're, you're uh, wasting your time. You're wasting your own energy. The Foo Fighters probably sold out the show, had a great show. 100%. They had a great um, time. In fact, this makes me like the Foo Fighters more. Yeah. And I think the Foo Fighters are, you know, kind of crap. But <laughs> if it attracts this I, kind of uh, rhetoric, then I'm all for it. Me too. I just hope that uh, Ricky Schroeder keeps this up so I can keep doing more Schroeder updates. Where's Ricky Schroeder located? I don't know. This looks like. You know, he was somewhere in that crowd. I'm gonna guess this is Arizona, Nevada, somewhere like that. Uh, it was in California. Oh, even better in our own backyard. Heck yeah. I don't know how to say that. Agora Hills, California. Agora Hills. Um, you know, it's so funny that people from the uh, more conservative parts of the country just blanket hate California, the state that we're from, because California is mostly extremely conservative. 100%. It's just a small, uh, or it's mostly the cities that are more It liberal. just, yeah, it just so happens that the, that the three largest cities in California, yeah. Los Angeles, San Francisco, and San Diego are, I wouldn't even say super liberal, especially not San Diego, where we have a huge military presence. Yeah. Uh, and most of our government here is actually like red yeah. and Republican. But, uh, you know, just these coastal cities, I think these cities that have um, large um, ports of destination, like mm. they've been uh, destination cities for people for a long time from other countries. Like when they first arrive, they arrive on these coastal cities. Yeah. They're more liberal. But if you drive 20 minutes inland, I mean, it just, it looks like the rest of America. Yeah, it's like that in New York. It's like New York City, super liberal. New York State, eh, Long Island, eh, Staten Island, completely red. Like even New Jersey is like 50, 50 um, people talk a lot of shit. Yeah, on New York. Exactly. Too. So, um, yeah, you never know. You come out to California, you're going to find Schroeder in effect. Schroeder. Hey, here's a news story coming out of Texas. This is a COVID-19 related news story. <clears throat> this is nothing new. There was a guy. He hated COVID-19. It was anti-masker, anti-vaxxer. Okay. Publicly spoke out about getting the vaccine. But has now changed his tune. That's cool. After getting COVID nineteen <laughs> like and grandpa. receiving a double lung transplant. Oh, buddy, how do you even get that done? That's like I don't know the list Could you have you to get on. I don't. I don't even understand. That dude has some power to get a double lung transplant. This it's guy, hard to get any transplant in general. American Frankenstein. <laughs> That's who this guy is. American Frankenstein. I am American Frankenstein. <laughs> Watch me breathe. Watch me breathe. If Radio you, edit. If you don't have a mask, then you can leave. <laughs> um, It's just our daily update on people who should have got vaccinated and wish they did. Double lung transplant. That's crazy. Double lung. Dude, that probably, do the recovery on that probably sucked. Uh, yeah, yeah, I saw a picture of him. He looks like he's doing okay. Brazil had 2,468 COVID deaths in 24 hours. Excuse me? Yeah. Recent, recently? <laughs> yeah, this news story was uh, from June 15th. This is what I'm saying. And we're in California, we're acting like the shit's done, and it's really not. Welcome to quarantine cast, yeah. everybody. Yeah. Mega 64 quarantine. Whichever you want to call it. <laughs> I prefer the first one. Yeah. No, the coronavirus pandemic is not over. Nope. It's cooling off in parts of America, but it's red hot in other parts of the world. Yeah. Uh yeah. 20 almost 2500 deaths in 24 hours. 
Um, here are some stats for you. Brazil had 80,000 new cases reported in the last 24 hours. Damn. Um, and I think they have recorded almost 18 million cases since the pandemic started. And the death toll is approaching half a million. Jesus Christ. Yeah, so uh, it's going off it's in a, Brazil. Yeah, it's a global pandemic, so it, it's it's worldwide. It may be okay here in California for a little bit, but... Yeah, and I know we have uh, we have viewers from Brazil. So. Yeah. I mean, if stay you're safe. in Brazil, stay safe. Let us know what's going on in the comments. Please. How is it in your neighborhood? If things calm down, are, things, are you feeling safe? Are you still taking precautions? How do you feel about everything going on in America? I'd like to know. Let us know. For real. Uh, unrelated to COVID, but here's some sad news. Uh, this one's going to bum everybody out. Oh, no. Trigger warning. No, I mean, it's about global warming. Okay, yeah, yeah. The United States is likely to claim the title of hottest place on earth as of this year. The United States. <laughs> this is funny to put it that. Is like the that. hottest place on earth. When you think of the hottest place on earth, your mind probably goes to Baghdad. Yeah. Or like, uh, you know, some desert in the Middle East, Gobi Desert, the Sub-Saharan Africa. I don't know. You're probably not thinking California. You're, you're not thinking Maine. You're not thinking Texas. <laughs> But uh, Texas a little bit is pretty hot. Temperatures in in Death Valley are predicted to go into 130 degrees. Uh, But temperatures all across the Southwest are 10 to 30 degrees higher than average, including, you know, Wyoming, Utah, South Dakota, Nevada, Arizona, Texas and California. Um, Apparently, heat records are being shattered daily over the past two weeks in America. And we are on our way to capturing the record for the, the country with the hottest temperatures on record, making the United States the hottest place on earth. And we're not talking hot. Derek's been lifting weights all Mm -hmm. summer. We're talking, (laughs) we're not going to have a very nice future if we don't take global warming seriously. (laughs) That's my downer news for the day. Everything else today is going to be really uplifting and super funny. Johnny, what do you got for us? Oh, shit. Uh, let, let me see. Uh, I'm going to... Uh, fuck, I don't know if I have anything that's... Oh, I got some interesting shit. I got such sights to show you. A okay. razor head. Or a hell razor. A razor head. <laughs> the sinkhole. Oh, where is it going? Who's hitting the brakes? Why are the brake lights on? <laughs> oh no. Get out of the car. I didn't think about that. I don't think anyone was in the car. I hope not. <laughs> Why were the brake? Oh my god, I hope no one was in the car. <laughs> I didn't even think about the brake lights. I saw this on Twitter. Someone was like, hey, it's a, you know, sinkhole in India. That's pretty cool. And I didn't think about the brake lights. Holy shit. <laughs> Did someone just say, holy shit? Holy shit. Maybe the cars is getting crushed enough where I don't know. I don't. The water is probably pushing the brake down. I hope uh, so. I think if there was somebody in there, there would be a crowd of people. Exactly. Trying like trying to, to get the car out. Them. Yeah. Not some like 12 year old being like, holy, holy shit. Holy shit. <laughs> Yo, Miss Jones just went in the hole. <laughs> uh, that's, uh, that's my universal accent. Non-denominational Yeah, no, accent. don't, don't get mad. 
Um, so here's uh, somebody died. I'm sorry. I have another story. <laughs> somebody died. Sorry. Uh, there was a, I laughed. There was a car accident where a guy crashed into a bar and he injured some people. I think somebody died in the accident, but oh, the God. driver in the, in the deadly crash is being charged. Uh, well, I, there's a couple of things they're charging him with. So apparently he was drunk. Okay. Bad. He was drinking and driving. Yeah. 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 Oh, oh, uh, oh, he was also high on cocaine. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Here it is. Alex Moreno, 32, San Jose, drunk, high on cocaine. Oh, what? Oh, oh, he was receiving a BJ, too. Guy was having what? sex. Guy was receiving some sex, high on cocaine, drunk, when he drove his car <laughs> into a bar. No. Yeah. Driver charged in deadly San Jose crash reportedly was having sex. So, um, you know... What a guy. You got to know when to draw the line. All right. If you're going to go out and have a drink, lay off the Coke. But if your addictions grab hold of you and you say, All right, okay, it's getting wild. Let's go home. Yeah. Wait until you get home yeah. before you start having sex. I'm trying to think of the logistics. So, sorry, this is going to get graphic. I'm assuming nah. he's... He's driving I mean, like this. The, I mean, I think it involved a penis. And she's like on his lap, I assume. I don't, I, I don't, you're asking the wrong guy. Okay. I don't know. I just wanted to figure out like the logistics of how, okay, never mind. I don't even know what logistics means. Oh. Um, Royal Caribbean. Yeah. The cruise line. They're getting back on their feet. That's great. Um, but they have to delay their cruise ship. After eight crew members test positive for COVID. What dude, when COVID started, they, they, we brought up how cruise ships are yeah. just like that. Well, they were the number one spot to get hit that when and, the outbreak happened and that just in general, they're like almost like a fucking Petri dish of disease. Why, yeah. why are they coming back? What's the rush to go back to a cruise ship? Yeah, like literally <laughs> things have been open for five days and, and you're, you're trapped. like, I'm ready to get back on that cruise. You're trapped on there for like a week, a yeah. full week. Um, That was just some COVID news for you. Uh, I do have a couple videos here. Sure. Um, <laughs> Jeff Bezos, money can't buy happiness. That's Dude, all I'm going to say. Money cannot buy happiness with Jeff Bezos. Especially when you're Jeff Bezos and literally everywhere you go, you can't even walk to your car without people sh talking shit to you. Do you want me to play this yeah, video? Yeah, fire right. up this video. Hey, Jeff, do you feel bad when your Amazon workers die in the warehouse sometimes? <laughs> hey, Jeff, nice lazy eye. I wish money could fix that. Oh, my God. The end. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Uh, wasn't... I think there was a recent... Uh, billboard that said like be nice to billionaires or something did was there that? i did not see that no. uh, dude apparently <laughs> i love this because there's such a fucking like class struggle happening in america these billionaires are just getting like dumped on 24 7 they're like oh we're people too shut the fuck up pay your pay your workers more well the thing about fuck the you, the Jeff lazy Bezos. eye ouch Dang. yeah that one hit him you could tell he's uh. like you know, anybody can have a lazy eye. The, I think the sad part of that video is the guy goes, hey, Jeff. And Jeff Bezos honestly turns to him and makes eye contact. Yeah. Like, what's up, buddy? Do yeah, I know he was, you? He was excited. And he's like, you feel bad when the workers die at your factory? And Jeff's like, just like, oh, it's 
Uh, here it is. Jeff Bezos this is the world's biggest villain again. <laughs> I bet Jeff Bezos goes home and cries every night. Just feels sorry for himself. Everybody thinks being the richest guy in the world is fun, but it's not. I just imagined him like sitting very pensive, and then we just like cut to a watch off him in this like beautiful, lavish like yeah. mansion. Like- He's in like a, a gold uh, leaf marble penthouse <laughs> on the 31st <laughs> floor of a skyscraper. He has the entire building to his house. He has an actual lion and tiger guarding the door. Yeah. And they're in gold chains. And he's sitting there crying. The journalist leaked my dick pics last year. No one even gave a fuck because I'm <laughs> so rich. They hate me. Dude. Um, every once in a while, you know, shed a tear for Jeff Bezos. Shed a fucking tear. Be happy you're not Jeff Bezos. Could you imagine being Jeff Bezos? You're the richest guy in the world and everybody fucking hates you. It seems like, uh, what, what's that uh, book they make you read in school? Um, yeah, what's that one book? F. Scott Fitzgerald. Uh, the Great Gatsby? Yeah, if, I assume it's like that. It Wasn't he like super rich and sad? Dude, Gatsby just wanted Daisy, but he couldn't be with her and no, all the money in the world couldn't buy his happiness. You remember, you saw Leo. You yeah. saw the movie with Leo DiCaprio. Jeff Bezos is basically Leo DiCaprio. He He's basically a uh, modern day Gatsby. <laughs> he has like more money than Gatsby could ever even imagine, which is hilarious to think about. I bet Jeff Bezos gives a shit ton of money away. We just don't know about it. I wonder. I, I, I he should. He has billions, and he he probably just makes a billion, like, in an hour. This guy was um, packing books and putting them in the mail twenty years ago. Yeah, and now he's the richest guy in the world. What the this fuck? guy was in his apartment, and he built Amazon.com. Order a book from me. My name's Jeff. I'll mail it to you. Little did he know he would someday be the richest man in the history of the world. Like super villains, like rich, more money than any human being who has ever walked this earth. And you were just mailing books out of your apartment in Seattle in 1999, dude. Money, pretty wild. Imagine just like there's some million millionaires out there that don't really have to think about money, but I'm sure there's certain like payments are like ooh, like this is a lot of money. With Jeff, like J- Jeffrey. Um, the money isn't even a thing. Like he did, he doesn't think about it at all. Probably in the slightest. Oh, he probably makes like $8,000 a second. Yeah. It's like anything he wants, anything that dude, he's probably so fucking miserable. That's why we're going to have an episode where we expose the lives of the super rich. Cause we're I think get Jeff on this podcast. I think it's hard to fathom having that much money. I think so. I don't think people are even aware. Uh, when you have that much money, you live in a different world. Like, yeah. You don't, I mean, you don't go to McDonald's. No. You pay somebody to pay somebody to go to McDonald's. Yeah. And then they like helicopter fly it back to you in a helicopter. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Dude, you're like, you're in fucking California and you want fucking pizza from New York. Like someone's helicoptering it to you and you have it like anything you want. Insane. Uh, and even that, I feel like we're not even really scratching the, he's about to go into space. Yeah. I think I, about I, I think we're not even quite aware of the levels of wealth out there. Um, okay, we got another video here for you. Check this out. Uh, where's where's our list? Why don't you pull up something? Sure. You know, I am trying to get into yoga, and I figured out uh, there's like this whole new type of yoga that I've been trying to get into. 
Uh, it's called laughing yoga. You heard about this? No, it sounds stupid. Um, I sounds I mean, wonderful actually. Yeah. Don't knock it until you watch this video and then you'll be a changed man. Does his shirt say happy lemons? Yeah, it's a book he wrote. And you just laugh silent up in the air like this. Take a look. <laughs> I can't even do that. Next is up the mmm laughter. <laughs> oh, here's the argument laughter. <laughs> Self laughter. Hey, this is good. Yeah. Too serious and have to be perfect and do everything right. But this time, we're just gonna laugh at ourselves. So we, everyone, take their fingers and then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is what everyone does to us. <laughs> I, <laughs> do this at home. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, I, I took oh, it too far. Yeah. Paycheck laughter is when you're handed a paycheck. In your left hand like this. Whoa. And then you show me what it says, the number in the bottom of your paycheck like this. <laughs> I actually do this. <laughs> Free laughter. Other one's paid laughter. Just connecting and letting go. The other was controlled laughter. Oh. Uh, this free laughter. I just want to give you a tip that you can use here and many other places in your life as well. And it's called uh, fake it until you make it. Oh. <laughs> I used to do this when I was a kid and I'd force myself to laugh until the laughter became yeah. real and then I wouldn't be able to stop and it was psychotic. I mean, they look pretty. Uh, oh, they fell asleep. Oh, they laughed themselves out. I hope someone brings a little blanket for them. I think phase two is they do all this again, but they're naked. That was really good burst of energy. It was surprisingly fun. It was a little difficult to start where it was like you, you, the fake it till you make it, like Thomas said, and then all of a sudden okay. things were just. What? This guy's too intelligent for his own really good. Yeah, this is definitely at like an office. Like they hired this guy for this. Go be a voice actor, my friend. Yeah. I had let go of something. Okay. Was, um, okay. You have demons. Yeah. You, I don't know. Yeah, she's, oh, geez. She's fucked up. She scared me. She, has, she was like, I let go of yeah. all my broken Matt Hardy vibes. <laughs> my baggage. <laughs> yeah. She's broken. Oh, that was good. What is a uh, Six Flags zombie audition? Oh, dude. We have to say that for the end. That's okay. Like, that's okay. long. Yeah. And I'm surprised how well you were able to get through that laughter thing. I watched that for a second and I like I couldn't. That was, felt good. I was cringing so hard. Dude, I've done so much stupid, wonky, new age shit in yeah. my life. Uh, that was nothing. That actually felt good. That was right up there with Paul McCartney's eye yoga. Could we combine eye yoga and laughter yoga? Yeah. Look real cool. Um. All right. What about? Uh, what do I have here? Angry keeper doesn't want to hand over the ball. Sure. So this is a video. Um, oh. 
Sorry. from a soccer game um, in Europe. I guess the goalie, the ball keeper, didn't want to hand it over, and that pissed off the crowd, and they wouldn't drop it okay. for the whole game. Just load the bottom here. Damn. Yeah, no, turn it up. Turn it up. The guy in blue is the goalie. He doesn't want to give it away. That's it. That was the whole, he held the ball too long. <laughs> it's like a wrestling match. <laughs> I see you. I see you. Dude, this is probably so them being behind him is probably horrific. He's getting heated. <laughs> this isn't wrestling. This is soccer. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh no. Oh. They're stomping. <laughs> what did they say? What was that? I don't know. There was like a weird little song. Oh, now they like him. He got over with them. He got over with them. <laughs> they love him now. You can only give somebody so much shit before yeah. you actually start to like them. Uh, that reminded me of uh, whenever I watch like British wrestling matches, the crowd ch does chants like that, like singing, and it's like it gets so annoying really fast. Shouts out to the British wrestling, but I can't. I mean, yeah, I guess you have to know all those songs. Yeah, I don't singing. like. I don't even know what the fuck they're singing half the time. There was this great match. It was like Walter versus uh, I forgot his name, but like I, the whole match they're singing, and I was like, I don't know it. Yeah. The only thing I'm singing at a wrestling show is Judas in my mind. Dude, do you want to tell? Do you want to tell the people at home what your plan is with that, or no? Uh, no, because most okay. people at home don't care. Yeah, that's true. But uh, I think I've said enough for the people who get it out there. Uh, let's move on. Okay. What else we have here? We got, oh, we got mad videos. Uh, we, we got a couple that you pulled. Oh, I've been three times. <laughs> this video, this, Johnny, have you seen this? No, All I haven't right. seen this I'll one. I'll let you just react to this one yourself. This video is called, I've been three times. <laughs> okay. Looks like a prank video. Whoa. Excuse you, sir. <laughs> I thought it was one of y'all. That was very rude, and I think you need to leave this aisle before I make a scene. But <laughs> you're already making a scene. Bye. Bye. This is my mother standing here, and you're very disrespectful. <laughs> I'm about to go to jail. I'm about to go to jail. I've been three times. I've been three times. <laughs> She, she she sees the camera. She you like is disgusting. Oh, it's hold on. Can you just do that? I'll head that way. The end. Oh. 
<laughs> I'm about to go to jail. I've been three times. I just like her reaction after he says I've been three times because it's like, what do I do now? <laughs> Dude, this just reminded me. Um, what is that thing he's blowing in? What, I, what's he farting out of? I think it, it was just some type of uh, bottle. I think you, you like blow into, I don't know. I'm That's not the most genius prank video, but that's a good reaction. It was effective. He got a good reaction out of that lady. Uh, I did want to say, I saw a comment on the previous episode of, uh, that woman that is like, uh, what did she say? She's like, you motherfucker. I can't, I, fuck. How would she say it? The fucking, that woman. Oh, you fucking accuse you me. Accuse, you the accuser yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> Apparently someone was like, Hey, I live in where she, that town. And they're like, she's like a well-known, like, She's always out and, and yelling at people. And I thought oh. that was really funny. Shouts well, out to that person. She's getting famous now. Yeah. Do you want to do? Uh, oh, yeah. Look at leg day. This is why you never skip leg day. Because you never know when you're going to need to use your legs. <laughs> I'm, I'm afraid. This is a Derek video. This is not a Johnny Yeah, yeah, video. exactly. This ain't no butt bungee. No. It's the opposite of butt bungee. This is a leg bungee. <laughs> Dude, hell yeah. He's, he's chilling. What's what ha what's happening? Dude, they got to push the bus. Oh, oh, that's hilarious. I thought that like he was stuck. Play it again. Play it again. I thought he was like stuck. No, he's something. a cop. He's like, he works for the city. <laughs> that's like the, but they didn't want to hit the bus with, yeah. the, with the car because it might cause damage or deploy the airbag. <laughs> so this fucking Hulk super freak is yeah. like, get me on the hood. I got you covered. Yeah. <laughs> I wish he was like on his cell phone or something. Just like, yeah, <laughs> dude, that's wild. Leg day, baby. <laughs> All right. All right. You got something for us? Uh, sure. Ooh, that's a nice motorcycle. That looks fun. That, that'll, uh, yeah. Um, is it time? Uh, no, we got, we have, oh, oh, I have one more before oh, yeah, we yeah. go. If only, just, just look at this. This yeah. video is called, if only airports had public restrooms. God. Yep. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> that guy's reaction. Holy shit. This dude's pissing on the window. Do you see his junk? Uh, no, you don't see his junk. But also, he has socks on? Like, where are his shoes? Dude, this is why you don't get drunk at the airport. Do you think this guy's drunk? Oh, 100%. I, he, he has to be, right? Yeah. He probably... Sorry, I'm like... Okay, the urine is so clear. Yeah, that's 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 alcohol, right? Like, I, th I almost wonder if it's a prank. I love this person's reaction. This person's like... This person's <laughs> silent reaction, cameraman of the year, camera person of the year, yeah. I should say. Uh, Jesus Christ. That person probably got fucking tased. I think this person got away with it. I, <laughs> think, think, so? I think we're seeing the uh, be all end all of the aftermath of this event. What's the thing that they say about when you drink on a plane, like two in the air is three in the, the, the stink? What is it? <laughs> One in the what? Air, one in the air is two. Wait, in, two drinks in the air is three in my ass. Like, what <laughs> did just, you say? I was just trying. To, I was confusing the shocker with the drink situation. I don't know. I've never heard. I don't really. It's, it's like uh, one in the air is two in the ground. I think is what they say when you have one drink in the air. Um. Yeah. I mean, I guess I don't really drink in the air, unless me either. My it, head is like <clears throat> usually pounding from the pressure that I don't want to drink. Yeah, I feel like. 
feel like I've gotten maybe a Bloody Mary once because I don't know, maybe it was like turbulence and I was like, I need to chill out or something. Yeah. I, I had like two drinks on a plate on a flight once and I was like blasted and I didn't know that rule until someone told me and I like watched the movie and I just started crying. Like I watched a sad movie and I didn't wow. realize it was sad. And I You're was that like, kind of emotional, huh? Yeah, I guess so. Um, let's go to the final video here. If it's that good. I wouldn't say it's good, but it's long. So shouts out to New Jersey. Uh, this is from the Six Flags, New Jersey. This is uh, uh, people uh, auditioning to be a zombie at uh, a Halloween situation or Six Flags. Is this a audition for a specific role? These all look like the same person. I don't know. I, don't, I think they came prepared too. So she said her favorite ride was Bizarro. Hi, I'm Amanda. My favorite ride is Nitro! Oh. Strap in, buddy. Good afternoon, fellow blood donors. My name is Tessa Rillo, and my favorite ride is Houdini's Great Escape! That ride sucks. That's pretty scary. So they're trying to say the name of the ride as scary as possible. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Hi, my name is Stop. I love King Dakota. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this again. Show us how it's done. Why is there stuff on the ground? That's their mark. Some people can't see it very well, so they have to make it big. Why is it stained? That's how many people saying. have shit their pants there. <laughs> Nitro! Nitro! That guy's got the job. Yeah. Here we go. That guy's got the job. Skull Mountain's so a good ride. Right? He's looking like everyone I went to high school with. Up, yeah, where's your audition? Um, yeah, right? I had a friend who worked at six, the Six Flags. So you gotta My apparently act out the way you're gonna die. You've died from a bee sting or a spider bite. There's no stain on the ground. Wow. This Hi, is a. Oh my god, Jimmy, did you see what she was wearing? She was. Social so commentary cool. here. It was nothing. Oh my god, Hold on. Get a Snapchat. High schoolers, this is why you never text and drive. Oh my shoe. Wow. Okay. She hit the. It was. What? <laughs> Junior to pause? Oh. She hit the, the impact was so sudden. Did this girl get harpooned? What happened to her? I don't even know. They clapped though. The stain isn't there, I just realized. There's a spider. Oh, is this where the stain came from? This is where the stain came from, y'all. Stain, stain is happening. <laughs> Dude, for real. That's legit how the stain got there. <laughs> Dude, he stained the floor at Six Flags. That guy, that guy got the job. the job. Oh, he didn't. Killed by an attacker. No, please don't. No. This girl's too pure to be a zombie. <laughs> they can't be on the mark anymore because this guy fucking got food everywhere. Yeah. I'm gonna die by being strangled and lack of air. I'm gonna be strangled. I'm gonna die from lack of air. No. Rip. How come they all fall down? Be original. Ascend to heaven. Dig down to the left! Private, I said keep your head down! 
that guy like took a bump. Bro took a bump. Damn, son, is your spine okay? Uh, I'm gonna die from the electric chair. Okay. All right, bad miming already. Yeah, I killed them. Pull it. Do it now. <laughs> Great, thank you. <laughs> I like you didn't commit. Wow, died, died laughing. This guy's vibe. What did he say? Oh, he hung himself. All right, the, last the big drop. I'm fascinated. I'm right? Sorry. I'm glad you're down with this. I love this. I, I should be commenting, but I'm just listening. Yeah, this is like what we did last week with that woman. Oh, so they have to uh, act like they're scaring someone? One is the attacker and the others are the victims. <laughs> oh, you have to pretend like you're scared. 68, show us what you got. Ooh, I can't wait to hear the next number. <laughs> oh. Very good. 68 to 69, can you guys switch please? A69. Right, right. You can get them from the front of that. Get them from the front. Living up to the name. I assume these people don't know each other at all, but they look like they're all best friends. Yeah, this is like when you show up for a group uh, interview at the mall. Yeah. For like, you know, to work at the movie theater or something, some big corporate. Some big corporation. Yeah. And you just immediately paired up with people who are like you, but you don't know. <laughs> it's like when I go to a concert and I see everyone is, is bearded and has the same shirt as me. Whoa. What happened? Six ten, three on that. Do you think the <sighs> Who leaked this? A genius. <laughs> this is uh, from six years ago. Yeah. All, somebody in this room got cast. Great, thank you. Yo, Sorry. if you're a Mega64 fan and you're in this video, uh, let me know. If you've ever had to go through this audition process, yeah. please leave a comment. <laughs> no, please. Tell us how it was for you. What did you have to do? What was your death? This is, they're, they're uh, auditioning to be at, uh, at a park like I've gone to my whole Childhood, so I'm sure I've seen some of these people. Whoa, she got the got she got the job. Yeah. Oh, sorry. What happened? <laughs> she did a fucking backflip. Oh no, she fucking nailed it. Sorry, I got really excited. That was wild. They were taking pictures the whole time. All right, she can tumble. Whoa. This girl can kind of tumble. Oh, she just broke her ankle. <laughs> I can sing so These guys, I can't do it. <laughs> I could, I could. Uh, dude, he sounds like a demonic baby. It's too scary. Hell, baby, it's too scary. We're gonna have to turn it off. Now. That was the end. <laughs> My favorite ride is. My favorite ride is Gizuka! Sorry. <laughs>
Hi, my name's Derek, and my favorite ride is Superman. <laughs> I got a um, backflip. Oh, that's our episode, everybody. Thanks for watching. Thank you. Thank you for Jake uh, to Jacob Turnbloom. Thank you for being with us. Hey, next week we are going to interview a man who transcends genres and is redefining modern filmmaking as we know it. Yeah, the director of the creature feature phenomenon known as the Velocipaster. We talk to writer, director, and producer Brendan Steele. Steer. Steer. <laughs> Damn. Brendan Steer. Brendan Steer. Why did I say Brendan Steele? I don't know. That, I mean, that's a cooler name. Yeah, that's like Brendan a Steel. that's like a super yeah. villain. <laughs> Brendan Steer is here and he talks to us all about how he went from film school to with me. To hit to hit hit indie horror darling. film. Oh. Yeah, indie darling. Uh it's a fascinating story that involves Chinese gangsters. It really does. He's not um, joking. Multiple failed Kickstarters. Yes. Soliciting your family and friends for thousands of dollars uh -huh. and hoarding a dinosaur suit in your basement <laughs> that you stole from your school for eight years. Yes. Not knowing what you're going to do with it. Exactly. Uh, it's a very fascinating tale. We hope that you tune in. Uh, and until then, stay safe. Follow us on social media. I'm on Instagram at Derek Acosta only. I'm a catboy underscore slim on Instagram. Yeah. And we'll see you next week. Good night.